magic happens. I'm Angela Lovell. I'm a psychic. I'm an empath. I'm a master 11 and master of loving. Um, and I'm seeing ghosts again. So my third eye's open. And I'm Ryan Singer. Thanks for listening. I have given up all magical and supernatural beliefs, and now I am at one with the milkshake. <laughs> I, 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 I only talk to the milkshake. I only listen to the milkshake. I don't know why I'm saying this. You're I, back on the dairy. I, someone messaged me about milkshakes uh, in between or just now a little bit ago, and now I can't stop thinking about them. <laughs> like oh, in my mind, really. Like, yeah. I've been milkshake free for a while because i had a milkshake problem going on um but um yeah so uh, we're very excited that you're listening we want to talk today about magical supplies how are you going to arm yourself with some tools uh maybe or maybe with just like you know when like a uh let's say there's a um a personal because i got to tell you earlier today i pulled three cards and it was a shit spread oh no um and well I shouldn't say it like that. There's good things in the spread. Every every spread can be good and or oh, bad. Warning, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, there's a there's a there's a storm coming. Yeah, right. So it's like, uh, but it's it, the problem is it's reminders. My past was the upside down hermit card, and I know you don't do reverse, but I do reversed. Um, and I was like, oh shit, this is right on. And uh, when it came to what, specifically what I my intention going into the reading, like uh-huh. I, I want answers on this thing. And then I was just like, oh, oh. And then it was like present. It was like, oh, nailed me. And then future it was like, oh, God. So I was just Whoa. like, you know, but these are good things for me to keep in mind because it also ties into I think we talked about it on the last week's episode where I was talking to my friend Jesse about our journeys uh-huh. and these lessons that need to be learned. And the big thing that we just kind of touched on at the very end that I found myself really falling into a pit of distraction from work, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I can And really. so it was like, um, I was like, uh-oh, like I'm getting distracted by this other thing from doing the work on myself. Like yep. it's like taking my mind, like, oh, I can't, I can't work on myself. I'm like mm-hmm. too busy doing this thing over here. Yep. Um, so we want to talk about like, what are some physical supplies? Like, are you a visual learner? Are you... Uh, an audio learner. These are things that different people learn differently and yeah. different people practice magic differently. I'm tactile. I'm like a guy who likes to have stones surrounding him when he meditates. Like feel, I like yep. to have a stone in my hand when I'm trying to concentrate. I think also for witchcraft, tactile is really good because that's how you're gonna pick up the stuff from feeling it. Um, and there are really good books out there, you guys. I, uh, what is it called? The freaking witch knife that I don't use because I don't need it. I don't. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts with Witch an knife a. sounds amazing, it's, though. Okay. Uh, let me know if anybody's using a witch knife. Am- like a, like, Emma something. It like starts a, with an like a. a ceremonial dagger of uh-huh. some kind yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. And I don't know what. Because I got an a Azeroth? Knife. I got. No. no, that's like the name of a demon or something. I can't remember what it's called. But it's. <laughs> It's very complicated. For starters, according to Buckland's book, which is a really great book for witchcraft, it's kind of a workbook too. Um, and I really like him. I love so much of the stuff in that book. Um, he says you got to make the knife yourself, and that's how I would bleed to death. Like, uh, like the the whole how to make the knife is terrifying, and then. I don't really know what I would use it for. Like, I guess if you're doing some bloodletting, which um, I got a vagina, I'm good. I don't need to be cutting myself open. Um, I don't 
know tell me what you're using the knife for maybe and, you cut yeah. up an apple and offer it to gods and goddesses well goddesses an athema athema thank you it's a you. ceremonial blade generally with a black handle it's the main ritual implement or magical tool amongst several used in ceremonial magic traditions um Neo-pagans, mm-hmm. as well as satanic oh, uh, yeah. traditions, witchcraft. Um, so it's an... Guys, I'm just kidding. You don't athema. need the devil. Or Arth- Artham. Arth- Arthame? Arthame? I think it's Athame. Probably Athame. I'm thinking of... Uh, an- uh, Antlers. An- anathema. <laughs> or there's other, some other word that's like... Uh, I, okay, anyway. Oh. So Athame. It's funny, too, in that book, he talked... I, I'm, I gotta get a chalice. I really do. But so you need a chalice like, to be just like drinking the good yes, stuff out of like, yes, what are we yes, talking yes. about here? Like, what are well, we using a chalice for? Well, it's supposed to be when you offer wine. You're, and, and So you don't drink it, you leave it. He, he will you do kind of like you share it, like you have a little bit, you offer them a little bit, which he's pro. And some people don't like to drink when they Wait, do who's magic. pro? Buckland. Oh, okay. Um, and, and I like a lot of his stuff. Um, but for me, like I will have a t- occasional and I feel this out like I feel what's going to work um I like to dance the whole time I'm doing magic so you need like a child's sippy cup lid yeah so it doesn't yeah. spill all over yeah. the place I also <laughs> wanted to tell you guys so I consider this a tool I bought this real fucking hot crazy dress and it is not really a dress I could it's almost like a negligee and it, it wraps and ties <laughs> and it like when I sit down stuff is coming out when I move around boobs are popping out like it's very uh, it's saucy. It's very saucy. And even if I were to wear leggings, I don't, I'm not, this is a very special thing. Um, and uh, Nordstrom Rack, it's Topshop. Real interesting. It doesn't look Topshop. It looks like a fucking witch dress. And now whenever I do magic, the, here's something else that's important. I don't know if we talked about it. I told you guys about the salt scrub for when you're healing. Very important. But for magic, sometimes, okay, sometimes like, I got magic on the books. I put it on my calendar so I don't make plans that night. But then sometimes practical, very practical, like practical magic, like a to-do list. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I was subscribed to to a whole calendar. Yeah. Yep. And um, and I'll put on the calendar like what I'm going to be doing because sometimes I forget what I wanted to do that night. So um, sometimes something really fun will pop up, and I'll be like, Yeah, I'll be doing that with you. Let's go do that. And then when I get home at two a.m., I'll do my magic, and that. That has worked out a few times. This is also why I'm on a real bad sleep schedule right now. But then I come home and I cut corners on my magic. And that sucks. I do want, This is really great that you brought this up. <laughs> Good. Um, because I want you to continue on. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, like, this directly relates to research I'm doing right now. Oh, wow. And, okay. And, and other things. So, nice. yeah, keep going with this. Well, I really love to do... So, lately, also, um, I told you guys I was having some negativity with a person I'm close with, um, and I, I just had to, like, cut them it's out. It's probably been resolved by now, by the time <laughs> we, this comes we out. We can hope. I hope so. Because this is quite a bit in the future when this will be released. living in the future right now. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, I would leave that person and I would come home and I would salt scrub the shit out of my body even if I had just had a shower that day. But I... And there's people going, there's got to be a better way. (laughs) 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 Hey, can you hang out today? Uh, I'm out of salt. So uh, uh, maybe... 
tomorrow. I want Let me to hit salt. Ralph's or yeah. the grocery store real quick. After after this person has been around, I want to salt my whole home. And this is like cleaning with salt water is really good. Um, it's sort of like saging, but it's sort of like a purification. It's really nice. It's something that I, again, like I'm, I'm a little bit of a lazy witch sometimes. And also... If you feel your power strongly enough, fucking cut those corners because your intent is there. And and for me, that's that's where it is. I, I feel like the stuff I've manifested is because I really wanted it and I put the energy into it. Um, I got a little honey jar that uh, needs to be taken apart now. And I I'm like when I did it, I was like, wow, this is really I can feel how powerful this is. The moon changed. and I was like, mm, you're dead to me. Like this jar is so weak now. <laughs> There's no power in it. But Here's the thing I was going to say. Before you do magic, you want to salt scrub hardcore. I am salt scrubbing often af- after I've been out all day. If I'm with people or if I felt like a little overwhelmed by people, I'll come home. And as an empath, like ugh, self-care is so important. Uh, even if you're, if you're like, I'm not an empath or I don't believe in empaths. If you're just a sensitive human being who's into magic, just do that salt scrub. If you're with, oh man, especially like if you got a real crazy pain in the ass family member or mother and you've spent the day with them, you got to salt scrub that away. It, it makes such a difference for me personally. And if you're in a bad relationship, just sleep on a, (laughs) just sleep on a a salt block. Yeah. Just like, (laughs) you know, like horses are always licking salt blocks. They love (laughs) get a horse, get a horse. Why waste it? Why waste it? Have a bed of salt. You lay on. Good. Well, I wonder if the if or just get out of the relationship. Actually, maybe get maybe into do a, that. Yeah, There's, maybe maybe better. do that Solve instead that of investing into a entire bed of salt. Yeah, it sounds uncomfortable. You don't want to do that. I'll hold no that thought for that. one second. Okay, so I had to go grab this book uh, quickly because you're talking about cutting corners or being too tired or how that can lead to, I guess, lazier magic or things like that. This isn't like a new. It's not a new idea. Everybody knows that having energy to do something that you want to do is very important. Mm-hmm. But in the world of parapsychology and the world of paranormal research, there's something called uh, this this uh, scientist Jeffson. And this was back in the 1920s. Was doing, they were doing like long, over long periods of time. I, was it longitudinal or latitudinal? I, I can't remember the scientific term. But they were doing these scientific experiments trying to measure. This is at the beginnings of parapsychology. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to like scientifically measure clairvoyance and telepathy in subjects. And they're trying to become a reputable science. You know, psychologists, philosophers, other scientists, they all just think that they're, all these people who are interested in parapsychology are what idiots. What year is right? this? This is in like the early 20th century. Holy shit. So, Somebody make this Netflix series, please. Well, it's... Um, it's called fatigue curve. It's a decline in success during intensively and tediously repeated experimentation. Uh, Harvey Frick was one of the scientists that that talked about this, and J.B. Ryan, and all the and like William McDougall, who's one of like the the godfathers of psychology in general. William James, who is usually referenced as the father of American psychology, uh, was into the paranormal or the parapsychology and all these like in clairvoyance telepathy. Um, turns out one of my distant relatives, uh, one of my ancestors, Simon Newcomb, who was like a astrologer and a mathematician. He was the first president of the American society of, uh, uh, 
Psychical Research, Whoa. which is the ASPR, which was a branch founded after the SPR, which is the Society of Psychical Research in Europe. So all these things are very closely tied together mm-hmm. when it comes to the occult and esoteric thought and, and knowledge and mysticism uh, and, and paranormal stuff, mm-hmm. clairvoyance, telepathy, like these things are all, they're all intertwined. Yeah. And all these, all these characters kind of cross each other's paths in some way or another. So when it comes to the fatigue curve that they're talking about, I, I want to maybe explore that a little bit. Because when it comes to the idea that our our psychic abilities can, just like anything else, become less effective with less energy. Oh, yeah. And we touched on it in the last episode about, um, you know, the, the diet mm-hmm. and refined sugars cutting off and physiologically they've shown that it cuts off and diminishes a person's fight or flight. Like if like if an entity appears in a room, I don't think I got specific at all about that. But like, so like say a ghost shows up in a room, if you're hopped up on refined sugar, your intuition know. is not going to kick in and no. be like, you need to get out of this room if it's a dark entity. You might not even, well, you might not even <laughs> see it or sense it. Exactly. So you essentially, you've shut yourself down, mm-hmm. right? You And so... I think this also can happen with the fatigue. The fatigue curve that they're talking about um, has been shown to be a thing, uh, whether or not you want to get behind the science uh, of not of parapsychology for the last 150 plus years. That's a whole different debate that people can have with me uh, on the internet if they want. But there is something to be said about being tired, uh, yes. about maybe it not being as effective as it could be if you were more alert. But intention is important, I think, like what you're saying. But I do wonder if you've got any idea of your past and like you can recollect personal stories of when you were really souped up and ready to go and the effectiveness of that compared to maybe sometimes when you do cut corners at the end of a night. Well, I would say, and this is really strange and I think that this is unique to me. I don't think a lot of people have this problem or when I'm exhausted for some reason, I am more sensitive. It's almost like, being tired puts the voice that tells me I'm unworthy and not a good psychic to sleep. I don't know. All why. the clutter is yeah. too exhausted to interfere. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Um, and I don't like to be, cause I'm irritable. So I don't want to breed people when I'm tired, but, um, sometimes I'm so slap happy and out there that the stuff is just for some reason really accessible. Don't know why. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. To, it's almost like when something goes on for so long that was originally funny, now is no longer funny. Now it's even funnier than it was the first time. <laughs> well, I think it's all- that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're you're able to access like this part of you, this intuition, uh-huh. and then now you're kind of tired. Oh. I'm I'm not into it, and now like you're so tired that now it's like even you're more intuitive yeah. than you were before. My ex loved it when I was exhausted, and and I, I'd be like, oh, I got to get some coffee, and he'd and he'd say, please don't. You're so much funnier when you're all slept happy and tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was definitely on on those days. But uh, um, yeah, I think I think rest is important. I think if you're just living a healthy lifestyle, you're going to be super, you're going to notice a huge difference. Um, I think I told you this story 
uh, I don't think we used it. I think it was one of the earlier ones we were when we were recording. But um, we did some test episodes that will never see the light of they'll day. Never see the light they'll of day. never be released. <laughs> never. They're buried. Well, actually, with my we pendulums. will release those for seven thousand dollars. No. <laughs> um, yeah, everything has a price. Yeah, <laughs> I was like what's that Robert De Niro, Robert Redford movie? Indecent oh, uh, proposal. Oh, I was gonna say uh, <laughs> you can I, fuck these. Episodes. I was thinking the Horse Whisperer. Oh, I didn't see that. God, that movie made me cry so much. Oh, I don't need that. Such a good movie. <sighs> well, so okay, okay so back to back to it. When I was working the, a lot as a phone psychic, it was a really big day. I was featured psychic of the day on the most prominent psychic website of all time, and I was having weird feelings about this coming up. Um, and I told myself, and it felt intuition. It didn't feel like fear. You know, big difference, but. Uh, I got up early, I ate breakfast, um, got all ready, set up all my stuff, cleansed my space, took my dogs for, well, about to take my dogs for a walk. I lived in Hollywood near the Chinese Man's Theater, a couple blocks from there, um, up in the nice little apartments north of it. And we get outside and there's a tree that they always like to pee on right outside the gate. I'm watching them pee and I'm thinking, I got to get a savings account just for them thousand bucks at least a thousand bucks in there kind of a morbid thought but it, like when something when shit hits the fan with them in case i get too much cheese in the house yeah in case i oh god <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the suicide note on that sorry everybody i killed my dog a suicide and... note written on a wheel of cheese <laughs> i would have to carved with an athame. <laughs> an athame so so i'm looking at my dogs and i think that and I'm making eye contact with Daisy, the daughter of Dolly, who is my soulmate dog. Daisy and I are staring each other, into each other's eyes while she's peeing. And I hear voices in my head. And they're my voices. And I'm saying, I'm sorry I can't be featured psychic today. Something horrible just happened to my dogs. And you guys, I look up. I'm not a pit bull hater. I'm not any, all the creatures, give them all to me. I'm into all of them. But here comes a pit bull. It is jumping over the railing of it's the staircase up to the apartment next to mine and I know what's coming and I let go of Dolly because I knew I don't know Daisy's small I don't know I knew which one it wanted Dolly doesn't run because she's a fucking Virgo with the Taurus moon and she stays in circles <laughs> and cries for help and barks her ass off she was willing to take this dog down then they're Pomeranians they're survivors of a puppy mill Dolly was still lactating when I brought her home real horrible scenario for both of them their little bodies are so broken from being overbred so imagine these two little Pomeranians Dolly's circling I grab Daisy and this giant dog that is like pure muscle um, I start to run and it grabs my ankle and like shakes me and pulls me down to the ground. And uh, I, 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 I hit my head. I was on my back. It grabs Daisy out of my arms and it has me pinned. And it is shaking her like a chicken. She looks like a chicken. And it looks like it's shaking her trying to break her neck. And I see this and I, gra I take both my hands and I grab the dog's head. And it's on top of me. It's right in my face, killing my dog. Blood everywhere. I try to pull its jaws apart. Like, pfft, come on. I'm, how am I going to do that? And then then I remembered my very important training from um, uh, defense class, women's defense class. For the first five minutes of every class, and I, I was in this class for like two months, 
they would have us uh, over and over kick balls and stick your fingers in the eyes. Kick balls, stick your fingers in the eyes. And it was to get it into our muscle memory. I see myself, I didn't decide this. My body knew what to do. I see myself reaching for the dog's eyeballs and I black out. And when I come back, like two seconds later, the dog is running. My little dog is running the other way. Daisy, Dolly is still circling and barking. She didn't leave. I jump up, I chase Daisy. I am covered in dog shit and blood. I'm covered in my blood, I'm covered in her blood. I chase her down an alley. This story got long. This is a psychic story. Anyway, I catch her. She's fine. I mean, they had to cut her open and like drain the where the dog had punctured her and everything. Um, which she is lives. a huge, yeah. Which is a huge yeah. operation for the a guys, tiny dog. Yeah, and the guys tell me a really sad story about the pit bull. Their friend abandoned it, and they didn't. They went over there to see their friend, and it was just starving to death in the house, and it was biting a lot of people. So the deal we made was. Um, they had a metal muzzle made for it. It was it, it had bitten lots of people, and I didn't want to be responsible for killing somebody's dog. Um, but <laughs> it was awful. the The worst thing about this, I get up and I chase my dog, and I think she's going to run into the street and get hit by a bus. I'm chasing her. People are filming it with their phones, and I yelled, "Did anybody call nine one one?" And um. They all just looked away and started I can't call away. 911 when my Snapchat yeah! camera's open. Yeah. One guy is getting into his car. I'm covered. You guys, I'm covered in blood and shit. And he says, looks like you're having a shitty day. Gets into his car. And that I moved right back to New York. I was like, fuck you, L.A. Like, that, was, that was not yeah. great. But so then. Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood, oh, dreams are broken. This is where and dreams so are, are made. Dogs. Come down to the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. <laughs> Step <gasps> over human shit as you find <laughs> your true. favorite star on the Walk of Fame. Uh, well, Daisy was fine. She had to wear a cone. They had to cut her chest open and drain her. And you've met her. She's real broken down. Like, Daisy's got all the problems. Um. And they told me that some of that, like she's, her cough, is, oh, yeah. they think that that was brought on earlier by the attack. So she's got a collapsed trachea. She's real messed. And um, so I, I, at the vet, my um, ex um, came right over, got us. I was just dumping peroxide on my on my my foot, my leg, and um, I I didn't have time to go to the hospital. I was fine. It was just I. <laughs> You guys, I've been bitten by all the animals. Like growing up, we had so many animals. I Dog, always cat. If you look at my horse, legs, I got scars. Yeah, rooster. Everything, everything. You might be surprised. A rooster can I, bite. <laughs> Peacock attack. Yeah, they all bite. Chicken. They all bite. I went to the hospital for a cat attack. It was really bad. It was the grossest thing ever. I have horrible scars on my legs from that. Um. Anyway. We are at the vet. Armadillo. Armadillo. A gang of armadillos oh, approached me in an no, alley one night. <laughs> no, Ryan, I caught an armadillo once. Oh, wait, first wait, day of the You do day. have an armadillo story. Oh, yeah. I was like, Meg, I was so like, what sweet. is the craziest animal that has probably not attacked <laughs> they her? They stink like pee, but they're so sweet. It's like an old urine smell on an armadillo for some reason. Well, it's like they're wearing but seventeen like sheets God, of their own skin. Yep. It was lapped on top of you. So, like, if any pee gets in there, it's like, yeah, it's like you think you lose quarters in a couch. Oh yeah, like they've got just like a bunch of couch cushion crevices oh, on their whole body it was so on their, cute. why am i talking like that their it whole body daddy it was bag. so cute it, it got it got separated slash we put a laundry basket over it when its mother brought the babies into the backyard and then she's screaming and i was like i gotta let it go but it was so it was a baby armadillo i held it my aunt took a picture um anyway so <laughs> you didn't call 911 <laughs> 
<laughs> your aunt didn't call 911. She took a picture she, of the armadillo I being I know, separated right? from its family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, uh, I, I, I forgot all about the very clear vision I'd had right before all this shit hit the fan and me. And, um, um, my ex was taking care of Daisy and the vet. And I'm like, I got to call. They got my picture up <gasps> on. Oh, shit. We got to beep that. <laughs> Make a note. That's the second time I've done it. I did it in the first one we ever did together. Anyway. Um, so you had so to call your work. Had to call work. Had to call beep. And um, I hear myself telling them, I can't be featured psychic today. Something horrible happened to my dog. And then I was like, oh, shit. I just heard that oh, a bit ago. Like, it was so clear but that was at a time I didn't need tools. I was very psychic. Um, I also had lots of visions. For I don't consider myself good at finding lost objects. Never thought that that was my forte. But I had well. Before find, we move on to that, yeah, we can't just move past this. Like once you actually talk about what happened, yeah. The, I mean, at least I don't think we can. I want to. I've got questions. Mm. So when it comes to having a it's like an auditory vision or you receive a message mm -hmm. that something bad's going to happen to your dogs. It then comes, uh, then it starts happening. You're aware that it's, that it's happening. What are the differences between, if someone's wondering, how do I decipher between messages I'm getting about what's about ready to happen? And I know there's a problem with this in dreams for people. Oh, and, yeah. and like <clears throat> people, I know a handful of people who have precognitive dreams and it's always, the question well, always remains, how do I know which one's going to come true? Which one is just a dream? So when it comes to the message, yeah. what do we do here? Well, here's the problem with dreams. Your brain scrambles. Well, yeah, but dream. not about dreams so much. Like let's like uh, yeah. more about auditory so, messages you're receiving. So I got that message late. I did have a bad feeling. I probably should have meditated on it. I mean, that's what everything goes back to for me is lack of meditation. I think if I had sat down that morning and meditated. You got that message before. Well, I thought, okay, the way it I sounded is it. like you got it while you were on the sidewalk. Outside yeah, that's already. when I got it. Yeah. But it. And then it was too late. So if I had really spent time with myself that morning, I think I probably would have had a clear vision and not at the at the last minute when it's too late. Um, what was I think I was going to tell you, though? Something about, oh, no, I don't know. Well, that's the thing about these visions or these messages that we can receive, uh, or if someone does receive them, you don't get to necessarily choose when they come. Yeah. But when it comes to deciphering between like have you ever had messages that you're like oh this is getting ready to happen and it turns out it was just maybe a thought you had or an intuition like how are well, we what's the sensation that's different that uh when it comes to understanding the difference between these things so fear when there's fear attached then you know it's not real then it's fear um i knew i was about to get broken up with well, let's say that part again because I, that picks oh, up. Oh, sorry. So it's um, just like when, you talk. When you feel fear, <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking a new language. <laughs> you have to understand this language to know the secrets about intuition. Uh, when 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 you feel fear, or you ended up there because there was a trail of thought you were following. Like, well, if this happens, this happens, and this happens. Oh, and I just had a reaction to that that idea. But does that mean it's intuition? No, you just followed a path. Um, when something pops into your head and it's strong and you can feel afraid, like 
after. But if it pops in and it feels like a bell just rang in your head, that's the fucking shit. That's what is real. And, and the worst is when you ignore that oh, because then yeah. later you have you have a version of your like intuitive self playing the game of I told you so. Yep. And yep. you know it. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, I'm such an asshole. Yeah. 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 Because I didn't trust me. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it happens all the time. And I, I think that meditation is the answer to all this stuff. Like once you get clear on a lot of things. Um, and I had this really great thing happen to me recently because I'm doing I'm doing a lot of work. And I'm it's funny, too, because when I saw Sarah recently, she's like, man, you are right in contact with spirit, with your guides. Like and it's been that way for a while. Um, I also have to mention something really fucking cool about Brandy Posey. I'm getting texts from her right now. She just saw Sarah and has a very enviable spirit guide. You guys are all going to want the spirit guide. Oh, wait, I'm going to get, I get three guesses on who the spirit guide is. Okay, keep in mind what Brandy does for a living. Okay, yeah. There's your hint. Okay, so anyway. Oh, she's blowing me up. I can't wait to see the rest of this. Um, Okay, so um, what the hell was I talking? Oh, intuition. Okay, so recently there was a party. And it was like an all day, all night. We're going to watch every movie that was nominated with a bunch of friends. And um, I don't like to watch TV during the day. I have a real hard time with it. And I got a ride with Brandy because we had just meditated together. And I'm thinking like, mm, I'll sit through that. I'll see how I'll check this out. I like making new friends. But be- the, the main reason I went, because I was not going to go. I was going to drive myself to meditation. I was not entertaining this. That morning, I was kind of sleepy. And that's also, again, like being sleepy. And I was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to go. And I and it was very loud. It was like, you got a message waiting for you today. And it felt like you've got mail. Like it feels like a like a very, I hear it. I hear it other times. I know what it, when it's telling me, you got to go to the grocery store right now. Things like that. Like, um, go to the post office on the astral plane and pick up this message. <laughs> yeah, son yeah, of a bitch. yeah. Don't expect yes. everything to be dropped in your lap. Yes. So it was funny because I was like, I was like, meh. Uh, okay. And and I kept. Why getting can't ready. you just come tell me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, blah blah blah, getting ready, still kind of sleepy. Um. Forgot to eat breakfast before meditation, which is fine because you're lying down for an hour anyway. But uh, I'm texting with somebody who's going to drive me. And I'm thinking like, well, if they drive me, then I can ride with Brandy to this all day party afterwards. And I think like, "Mm, I'm just going to take my own car because I don't want to go to this. And boom, again, you got a message. You got to go there. And what was funny is I thought, well, I'll take my own car so that I can decide. But I knew after that, I thought, I'm going to I'm going to not I'm going to ignore them and I'm going to come home and work on other stuff. But if I ride with this person, it forces me to go to the party. So I just went for it, just jumped right in. I go to this party, super cool people, like just again, I I love making If you new go friends. to a party with Brandy Posey, you're not <sighs> going to meet with Brandy Posey. Idiot. Yeah. You're not you're not nope. going to meet like Lame. anyone who's not super cool it's true it's true and um and we don't mean like cool and like the hollywood douche no kind of we're talking about like good Heart people like soul. cool like as in good people yeah yeah i and and like even that night <laughs> we left at like 2 a.m i thought it was 10 p.m when we left we left at 2 a.m and then we, she drives me home and we start talking and venting and um 
I got out of the car at 5 a.m. <laughs> Wow. That, and that happens so all the day. time. It was a great day. So I go to this party and this really attractive guy walks in and I have a problem I realized recently. I cannot not be attracted to attractive no, men. No, no. When I see okay, when I see an attractive guy and Ryan, I actually thought this the first time I met you. I was like, mm, he's really attractive. He's probably an asshole. Oh, or like a yeah. douchebag, <laughs> which is a bad place to that's go. Really yeah. But yeah, I but I think that's not an un- I don't think yeah. you should beat yourself up too much about that. Thanks. Because, I was thinking like, about yeah. that. I bet a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. So um this guy walks in and he's he's cool and he's hot. And I'm like fuck you you know and <laughs> what like i'm a single yeah, yeah. woman that should not be my go-to you know but um he offers to make a special drink that he he was working as a bartender for a while and um and i'm like oh, i'm not drinking right now i'm psychic i mean that you know that's like yeah, yeah, in yeah. my head but um but uh um he he tells us how it's special and why it's special and it sounded really cool and i was like you know what i will have that and it had espresso in it and he'd brought all the ingredients which was very thoughtful and um generous this is his guitar ah, oh my god this is his guitar this is the, this, <laughs> this is, is oh steve's god. here he's gonna make his goddamn drink yep. again yep oh listen to him tell you about where the beans came yes. from that's the part that really gets him <laughs> Okay, no, now I'm judging. Start touching now I'm their judging. Hair. Yeah, no, now I'm judging Steve. So, so he comes and sits by me. I might know this person, so I'm not gonna. We don't need to I say. I don't his know. Name. He's real off the grid. Anyway, so I just the amazing human being turns out to be an incredible human being. And what was really funny about this, he sits next to me and he keeps trying to talk to me. And it wasn't like that. He had a girlfriend, and he. It wasn't like either the guy who's like my girlfriend. He didn't tell me so that I would get it, so I wouldn't get it twisted. It came up in legitimate conversation. He is such a genuine human being. He just kept like forcing conversation on me, even though I was not having it. I want to talk to Brandy. I want to talk to the other lady. Like I, I, I don't think I was being an asshole, but maybe I was. Um, but he starts telling me immediately about the Buddhist temple downtown and how it changed his life. Now, I've had this really weird thing happen to me about a dozen times in my lifetime. When I lived I in New York- I want to pause real quick. Yeah. Okay, we're back. So in New York City, you see everybody from the whole world. And uh, lots of times- I would be on the train platform or at Penn Station. This often happened on the train platform or on the subway. I would see a monk, like a Buddhist monk, all wrapped up in the stuff, monking around, like real deal. <laughs> you know, like monks do. They're in town for something. You know, monking they don't live around. here because they are not materialistic. <laughs> yeah, monking around. Just, just, just monking around. Just being at one with the world and totally zenful. Now, Buddhism has always spoken to me because I am an advocate of selfishness. I don't think selfish is a bad word unless you have children, unless you're a pregnant lady. Um, unless like, watch if I do watch have out. a baby. Oh God. <laughs> so, um, so I, uh, Buddhism really rings true with me. And, and it was funny recently, there was this beautiful Buddhist quote that popped up for me and it was, I'm going to paraphrase real bad, but, um, it was something so beautiful, like, you'll never forget. So beautiful, I'll never forget it. The message <laughs> <Something> like, was, uh, <laughs> when you find someone who tells you the truth, no matter how hard it is to hear, follow them forever. And oh, I was okay, that's like... Okay, that's a great... That's <sighs> some great uh, wisdom. I loved it. I loved it. And I consider myself a truth teller. 
And sometimes that hurts people. It really makes people uncomfortable. But I do it. And there are times too where even when I work as a psychic, there are plenty of people I won't tell something to. Like if I see a breakup coming, there's no point in them knowing and I won't tell them. But sometimes I will get a sense like, well, they need to get their money out of this account or what then I tell them. But, um, um, I, I tell people the truth cause I want people to tell me the truth. And I'm not one of those, I'm telling it like it is. And if you can't handle it, not that, but I really want the truth from other people. So, um, um, Buddhism, love the selfishness, love the, um, minimalism of it. I purge all the time. I get a bunch of stuff. I nest, I build a home and then I purge it all and I'm down to two suitcases again. And I would love to just be a minimalist, but also 11s have a problem here. All the 11s I know, we fucking love stuff. And it's almost like you can't take it with you. And a lot of us are at the end and a lot of us aren't coming back. So we're like, all this stuff, all this stuff. And also you have six animals. Yeah, six animals. It's difficult to be... Now, someone out there might be like, I have a farm of animals and I'm a minimalist. Yeah, kind of. having six animals can be... It can become a little more difficult to be a minimalist when you're mm-hmm. keeping six things alive. Yeah. I'll also say I'm not into all the Buddhist stuff, but Buddhism really hits a chord for me. Really, really. A really I can nice, dig it. I can, yeah. I can totally dig well, it. Well, all these monks, all the time, I'd be out in public. Um, sometimes I didn't see them coming. And they would come up to me. And, they, you know, I don't know if any of them ever spoke but they would have a pamphlet. They all had a pamphlet and it was for the Buddhist temple. Out there monking around. Monking around with their, their pamphlets. pamphlets. Yeah, where are they even carrying those pamphlets? Oh, I don't want to know. But um, they <laughs> all, I had so many pamphlets and I would watch them. They weren't giving them to anybody else. I never saw any of them give another pam- a pamphlet to anyone. And sometimes I would, I would see them before they'd see me and I'd wonder, is it going to happen? But they sensed in me a need to go to the Buddhist temple and here's something I'm not proud of. I've never gone. I've never gone and meditated at a Buddhist temple. I think that part of that is because I know that I'll not want to stop. And that's a good thing. I need to get on this. So I meet this guy. And the first thing he starts telling me is all about the Buddhist temple for no reason. It wasn't like we're watching something that's like, oh, meditation is great. He is coming at me with all this weird information. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, ding, ding, ding. Here's my message. And I start talking to him because instantly I was like, oh, he's not a douchebag at all. Not because of what he was saying. I just as soon as I like looked at him and connected, it was I was like, yeah, you're this is a person. Yeah, this This is is a a real life person. person Yeah. Maybe he was an ugly kid. Those are my favorite. (laughs) Like You have a good, awkward phase. You have heart, you know, but um, he tells me about this, tells me what it's done for him, tells me a person I need to be in touch with there, um, tells me how to park for the Buddhist temple, all of it. These are the things you need to know. Like little insider tips. And like when it comes to, I don't know why I keep slipping into like a Columbo. These are the things. He might have been a Buddhist. Let me ask you something. Just one (laughs) thing's been bothering me. Uh, It went to the Buddhist temple. Uh, Do you think that maybe it's because of the Buddhist temple? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he tells you where to park. He's he's basically, he's laying it out there for you. Like the universe is essentially speaking through him. I have no excuse. In a way of like, Angela, she, we're going to make this as and, easy and as we can you for you. You know, I have a giant red truck because it, it used to haul my house. I have to go to CarMax. If anybody wants to buy a real, really jack this truck up. So if you like a busted up truck, 
giant truck. I'm driving this giant truck around that doesn't fit in any of the parking garages in LA. Like it's a real It's a beast of a truck. It's a beast. So um, I don't know that I could have, I, I might have been deterred by the lack of parking. Like if I got there and I didn't know about the secret lot. People with tiny cars don't like to go find parking. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's In the city, let alone if you have a giant truck. Yeah. Thank you. Well, he gave me all the details, all the little, and I kept thinking like, wow. Am I enabling you here? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized you're enabling her. <laughs> did you yeah, People don't, with little cars don't Were like your, to park, so you should never go anywhere, Did your spirit guides? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> shut up, don't Ryan. give her more fodder. <laughs> Well, he tells me all well, Ryan, of this. Ryan told me that I shouldn't go. Yeah, okay, so, and Ryan's so he tells, in touch. He <laughs> yeah. can tell people their middle names. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so this guy tells you so, how to park yeah, at this All of it, place. all of it. The guy I'm supposed to go seek out in the temple, that was crazy to teach me all the stuff. And um, it was really crazy. And then... I almost have expected him to be like, and this is how I drive your truck for you there with you. Yes, there. yes. What time am I picking you up? <laughs> like, you're accountable now. Well, then he starts telling me, and this was crazy because the two biggest messages I've been having lately are stop ghostwriting for other people. Stop writing things that take all your emotional investment. Stop writing this stuff. Um, and part of me was like, I'm probably and maybe I'll be working as, as a phone psychic by the time this comes out. I, I think I'm going to go back to that because that, that helps me tune, fine tune something that I really want to be exceptional at. Like I can definitely do better and I want to be, Oh, I came here with this fucking great. Sarah told me, don't talk about it. Like it's a gift. Cause I guess it's part of me all the time, wherever I am. But she told me like you are you, and this actually made me really mad, but she told me, she told all of us in that class that I am, I treat it like I'm unworthy of it. Mm-hmm. And I was really mad about that because that was, uh, my Leo moon was like, unworthy me. But like, that's, that's Find someone who tells you the ego. truth and follow them. Yes, yes, yes. Now, even well, when you don't want to hear it. So I've been having, I've been, I've been like, I don't, I don't want to write for people anymore or I'll write like copy, you know, marketing materials, stuff that doesn't take my heart and soul. Um, this guy starts telling me about something huge that he wrote he was it was funny because he's like oh you've never heard of this and i was like what um it's being made into a movie he's about to maybe get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. i was like how much will you get like tell me money now you know buddhist but um he tells me how he sold this thing really fucking cool story if I tell you guys, you can look him up, but I don't think I should do that. Anyway. I don't think so either, no, right? but you can tell me for okay. sure. Let's hold for one second. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, exactly who I thought it was. No, I'm just <laughs> I was like, did you think it was? This is a real cock tease of a thing to do on a podcast. But um, I will say this to make the listener feel better. You have no idea who this person is. Yeah, and I didn't. So like, don't, it's not like, it's not like Steven Spielberg <laughs> was at this party hanging out. Um, don't worry about it. Maybe you'll know who it is later. Yeah, probably if this movie gets made. But, um, so he starts telling me, I said, I was like, we have to stay friends. And he said, yeah. And I said, are you on Facebook? And he goes, Oh, I, I got a problem with the internet. And that's when he tells me about this thing he wrote and how people came for him. And I was like, what? And he tells me details and he says, I just kind of had to drop out of life. Like I went and I lived in my car in Malibu on the beach. And I'm always blown away by people who uh, elect to live in their cars. Like that's that's some Buddhism. (laughs) Like that's as minimalistic as you can get. Well, he says 
he oh and he's showing me where he broke his arm he broke his arm in two places like the bone is sticking out of two sides of his arm um and now it's healed but he he was living on the beach and he met these really cool guys who uh invented the sarah lee pound cake that came in a tin and they sold it for like 50 million bucks these brothers and they bought up all this this real estate in la including this this place where he works and um they gave him a job as a bartender and uh then he slipped like taking a tray somewhere slipped broke his arm in two places and they've just been like real good to him while he gets his stuff together and he's t- and, I, and I'm like I love a good gross body story. He showed me pictures of the arm. It was crazy. He tells me, I'm like, what did it feel like? And I have never broken a bone, and I'm not gonna wood right now. Um, I said, what does it feel like? Do you feel the bones? Like, do the bones hurt? And he said, I don't know because of all the meditation. I just went away, and it was like they couldn't even operate on him for two days. He and he shows me the arm, and it just looked like a noodle. And he said, I never took a single pill for the pain. I didn't take anything for the pain. I just went to the place that I found through the Buddhist temple. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm getting my ass over there right away. Haven't done it yet. <laughs> because I've had all these other meditations that I have already on the books. So I don't need to be meditating twice a day. That's like going to spinning twice a day. You know, that's like a yeah. deep thing. I'm not going to do a jazzercise yeah. and Zumba. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, so... Oh, but the... So the other message is he tells me after he quit writing for other people, I didn't ask. I didn't ask any, for any of this. He was like, hey, you. Blah, 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 blah. It so was he like, was ghostwriting. He would... Well, no, but he was writing... He was he was writing some stuff that was eating away at his soul. He wasn't having... I don't... I'm not totally He didn't clear. have the job he wanted. He yes. Didn't, he didn't have his calling. Yeah. Like, and it was blocking him yep. from finding out what he And he said, ever do. since I took a job like this where I get to connect with people I meet cool people just having fun I'm well cared for by these guys um ever since I took this job I am just peaceful and now he he found another thing he's going to write about like a, a, on par with the thing that I told you in secret um and he's super excited about it and he's like yeah I go to work well he, he doesn't right now because he's still healing from his horribly uh, twisted arm but uh he said yeah I just I go to work and then I write whatever I want and that was what I needed to hear too. Like, I don't want to be making money as a writer right now. I want to be doing something else so that I can write my own stuff. Um, it was crazy. It was so crazy. And that happened, that happened right after we watched Black Klansman. And this dude was like, there was no way he was not going to tell me this stuff. It was bizarre. And this is the gratitude that I need to be showing to the universe and not being a little baby about things where, pew, I didn't get this. My boyfriend broke up with it. No, boyfriend's everywhere. Stuff, go buy another trailer if you ever want one someday. Renovate it again. It'll be super fun. It was your passion. There's no limit to the stuff and the people and the love. There's no limit. And the gratitude like that's what needs I mean I've I've been starting every day now with like a prayer and lining myself up with all my stuff and calling on all my guys and I have to remember that I am very lucky I'm lucky to be here I'm lucky I fought out whatever other spirit guides were trying to get in my mom's womb when I got in like we're all lucky it's like this (laughs) the way you say that is anyone who's ever watched wrestling in their entire life (laughs) it's almost like the battle royale I wonder the battle royal like where every wrestler is in the ring yeah and one 
one wrestler's left standing and like that's who gets to be the baby <laughs> well and i i wonder if they were pissed because i just got back like i just i wasn't and yeah we long. just keep teasing that um, we'll do a good one on there's it. um there's something about getting things out of your own way and mm-hmm. when it comes to being able to focus and, and mostly for me i find it's distractions of a digital nature yep um that can get in my own way like um, we were messaging the other night and I was like, I have to go off into silent mode again because yeah. we were talking about writing because t- I was telling you about the thing I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to finding out like, it's one thing to have like magical supplies. Like let's bring it back to the beginning oh, if yeah. we can't. <laughs> I know it's Thanks been, for keeping it. It's been almost an hour. It's been 45 minutes and I don't, uh, but we did talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> and the word I was thinking of was anathema, which is totally not the right word um, for a, uh, a witch. I'll, I'll define that word in a second for everybody because I'm sure some people already know what it is. I'm bringing it up right now because I can never remember the exact definition, but... The point is, like, it's just as important to have, like, magical supplies that you use, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing, as it is getting things, well, I don't know how to spell, oh, there it is, um, as, as getting things, other things out of your way um, that that are preventing you. And an anathema is something or someone that one vehemently dislikes. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, why did that not fight? Why my computer is so jacked Mine ever since I too. updated it. Sorry. Um, we deserve better. Hey, but let's be grateful, right? We, we are got grateful. These I'm glad that it works at all. <laughs> so, um, so when it comes to having magical supplies, I mean, it's almost, it's like what's not in the room with you or what's not on the Here's, table or the altar well, or in your mind, mm-hmm. even when you're trying to do and get into these places. Here's what I'll say. Um, Because when I was doing magic as a kid and I didn't have much money to go get stuff and also like uh, I was intimidated by occult shops um, and you'd you'd buy like a book. Like you'd go to Barnes Noble and you'd buy a spell book and then you'd be like, where am I going to get? What the hell's Damiana? Like where am I going to get this stuff? Dragon's blood. What the fuck is that? I couldn't access this stuff. So I would make like a little cheesy altar out of things I loved and the few things I had. And, um, you know, I think, I think women will relate to what I'm going to say, but we all have an item of clothing that we bought and we thought someday, someday I'll feel like my stomach's flat enough. Someday this and this and this, I have been a real asshole to myself with clothes like that. Where I, I just hear, I, I could just imagine someone like a woman standing and with like holding up an item of clothing and then that song, someday <laughs> things are going to get easier. Yeah, it's, it's so, someday things it's will so be dumb. Brighter. Just wear it. I mean, I don't know. Get Spanx if you need them. I, I, or need them. Nobody needs them. But if you, if that's what it takes, like wear it, wear it. That's been one of my biggest regrets. Um, is not wearing those clothes. And now I'm wearing them, which we'll see how that goes. But um, this, this, that was item, like a quick retreat on a, now I'm wearing them. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm you're I goddamn right I'm wearing them now. I mean, we'll see if I regret this for the rest of my life or not. But I don't have any your sweet ass. I got these fucking <laughs> Let's things. Let's just say on. I don't I own any specs. Yeah. Oh, but that remind me to tell you about my new spirit guide because she's got some. This is crazy. We didn't talk about okay, so we got okay, okay. okay. So anyway. we're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna start ramping this thing. You know when you're on a plane and they say uh, we have begun our initial descent. Put your seatbelt on. And then there's on, the final descent. Get out of the bathroom. It's put time your to put the laptops up. back up. Yeah. Um, but right now, when it comes to 
you were talking about being a little girl and being intimidated by a cold shops, mm-hmm. like you making your need, own thing. Yeah. You don't need to buy the stuff. It is the best thing about witchcraft. Like if, okay, here's the difference between witchcraft and, and Wicca. Like Wicca is a religion. Um, Wiccan's got a lot going on and, um, I mean, they're great. They know details and they know stuff that you can call on if you want to do witchcraft. And you can tap into that too. But um, you don't need the stuff to do witchcraft. You just need your own fucking magic that's in your soul that you came here with. We all came here with this magic. And this all this stuff like... Um, you know, we're made in the form of God. Right? Is that what... It, how does it say? We're na- na- made in the form of God. Is that how it is? God's image. God's image. Thank you. Well, God made a planet or many worlds or whatever, according to people who believe this. So even if... And, you know, I'm not... Um, I, I'm all about the JC after Sarah's story and the fact that I've called on Jesus in many times, occasions when the super scary ghosts thing was happening. Um, and it has worked. And why would it work if Jesus Christ wasn't real? You know what I mean? So even if you are, uh, raised in a religious background and, and you see a pentagram, you think it's evil. Like I still have that reaction because I grew up seeing pentagrams as evil devil things and they're not, they're for witches and witches weren't doing any of that. I mean, anyway, anyway, um, this is not a witch trial. I don't have to defend what I do. Um, but, uh, what am I saying? You don't need all this stuff. It doesn't matter if you don't have all this stuff. Um, Tools are great, but like you have a dress that you've already given power to, or maybe it's a nice pantsuit. I don't know. Whatever it is, and you're telling yourself this and this and this about it, you dim the lights, you light your candles, you do this when in a in a birthday cake glow where you look gorgeous to yourself, you put that damn outfit on. It's for the men out there too. Like yeah. You, you got a sleeveless t-shirt Ooh, that yeah. you love, mm-hmm. that the guns are out. When you, <laughs> yes. You put this one on. There's something, maybe, maybe man, I mean, what do men like? Pleather pants? Is that a sexy thing for That's, them? I <laughs> old nice, man should say off the internet, so but then sad. also like, w- oh, did you just say hey, pleather? If we're did talking, you just say pleather I'm pants? I'm straight men? man, but did you homosexuals? Just, I got all the faith in you blowing this out of the water. Well, did you? <laughs> I'm yeah, still, I did say I'm pleather stumped pants. on pleather. It's like really made like wait. Did, I don't no one know. Wears pleather what do, I don't know what. Or, but or we do have people? Talk, do, maybe I don't know. What's sexy for men? Yeah. What is um. <laughs> uh, Don Draper suit. Your Don, oh, okay, your yeah. Mad Men Anything attire. that makes you feel sad, I'm just stuck on the plate. Put your like, Don Draper suit Oh, yeah, or like, you know, Speedos. some... Uh, or some, uh, you know, shorts that make Clown you feel strong. Sure, yeah. Or... or Whatever. Yeah. A nice tight. Or a headband that makes you feel ooh, sleek. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is, I mean, you've given power to things. You have them in your, in your home. Like, oh, no doubt about it. I've yeah. got purple pants that I'm like... These are my purple pants, dude. Do you have purple pants? I got purple pants. That's your witch wear right there. I got purple pants. I mean, Holy those shit. are my, power, my, pu- well, my powerful purple, purple pants. Purple's a really good color for witchcraft, too. I don't I don't uh, wear a lot of purple, but my aura's purple a lot of the time. So do you know that we all subconsciously read auras, even if we can't see them? We are, yeah, we got we got to lock it in here. Okay, okay. So um, I, wanted, the, <laughs> I wanted to tell you guys about the first ghost I've seen, though, in well, a while. Where are I we? I was just getting ready to bring that up, that um, I want to... Okay, I guess I think we can do that. Okay, thanks, Ryan. I mean, <laughs> I don't because we can talk about the first ghost, but then you just saw another ghost. I feel like this is a whole other. And we're no, like, no, 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 right no. This is hour. this is the ghost. This this is the only ghost I've seen in years. So this is the first ghost. This is the first ghost I've seen since I was like eighteen. Okay, so and, it's not the the first ghost you've and, ever seen. No, and all the other ghosts were touching me, were making noise, were all up on me, and I could hear them, and I could feel them, and I could certainly sense them. Number one. 
but I had not seen and a we'll ghost. Cl- and we'll close with a shout out to Brandy Posey and what's oh, going on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I had not seen a ghost in a very long time. And this was something that uh, my psychic had told me, Misty had told me, that I closed my third eye because I was tired of seeing ghosts. She told me this almost exactly a year ago. And I've been trying to open it, but I've been afraid. It was fear. And um, last night at Sarah's... Which resonates with everyone, I think, who's into this kind of yep. thing because it's it's one thing like we talk about it's one thing to intellectually be like i want to i want to open my third eye and see everything and then like when you're actually doing it it's like oh this shit's real yeah yeah i don't want to oh, see it fuck. i can't sleep yeah yeah big time well um it's funny because i've been thinking about my animals and i know here's what i know i have worked as a wolf and i've worked as a crow and what does that mean? Are they my spirit animals? Like, what are they my power animals? I don't know all the differences, but I got wolf and crow big time in me. And um, and yesterday I was like, before I went upstairs, I was like, I hope cats are one of my animals. I'd love it if, if I could be a cat. <laughs> but Bethy turned me, or, oh shit, cat turned me into, <laughs> can we beep that too? Sorry. Um, turned me into a cat when we were astral projecting and stuff and I was not good at moving as a cat, which is real sad because probably maybe I'm not. Do we really need to beep? Or I didn't even understand what happened, but. Mm, yeah, we probably should beep it. I'll make a note when I, I'll, I'll make a note for you, Ryan. Um, I said my psychic's real name, my oh, friend oh. who, yeah, she's got. <laughs> Those are their names. What? Oh, oh, okay. so oh, anyway, got it. Okay, yeah. that's. Oh, I'll blah, make blah, it. Blah. Up. Don't worry, I'll get you. So, so, okay. So last night, yesterday, just yesterday, I was like, cats, cats, cats. Why can't that be my animal? Then I'm at Sarah's, and as soon as I get there, there is a cat. Sarah has a cat. She's got Cleo. Cleo's like white and gray and gorgeous. Cleo's like over across the room, and I keep seeing a cat, and it's rubbing against stuff. It's it's staying near Sarah and it's dark. It's a really dark cat. And I keep seeing it out of the corner of my eye, not head on, but out of the corner of my eye, which is how I've often seen ghosts. And um, at one point I was meditating and I felt a cat rub up against me and I looked and it was there was no cat there. Cleo was not. And Cleo's very standoffish when a bunch of people are there. She's not super affectionate. And I was like, what the fuck is this cat? Is this my spirit animal? And, but it was following Sarah when she was walking around um, doing healing stuff while we were meditating. And afterwards I said to Sarah, I was like, what is this dark? Do you see the dark cat that's in here? And she goes, oh, it's fluffy. And I said, great, what's that? And she goes, that's my cat from childhood. She's a black cat. And I, and I had said, I was like, I was like a dark colored cat. And she's like, yeah, she goes, she comes when I'm overwhelmed. She, she's haunts me. And Sarah's packing to move. And she's like, yeah, she's probably here because I'm packing. And I was like, fuck, I just saw a ghost. And it was a cat ghost, which is like best case scenario. Not scary, only delightful. Um, and I've, I've, I've felt dog ghosts. I've heard dog ghosts in, in my old house. Had a, that person was an animal hoarder and lots of good energy in there. Lots of dog ghosts. <laughs> but like I felt one pant on my my hand one time like I felt a dog there big dog and then I felt panting on my hand and it was not there um I've heard I'm just like it's so weird like when you first said I felt one pant on my hand I was like I put it it's pants on your hand I was like dogs wearing pants (laughs) pant is a verb why is that why does that word mean those two different such different things and the dog panted Um, me so you saw Sarah's old cat 
Yep, I saw her her long dead cat from childhood, and she was delighted. And I I didn't realize what it meant just yet because it, it is familiar to me. Seeing ghosts is familiar, but it's been so long. And then I got in the car, and this is funny too. I, I might have told you this. Every time, every single time I go to Sarah's, I'll eat beforehand. I get there. I am starving when I leave. She riles me up. Even in meditation, even not just in her house, but when I go to Saturday meditation, ravenous. I don't know what it is, but there's something that makes me so hungry. And there's a fat burger down the street from her that I drive to and like get all the food because they have that Beyond Beef, whatever that new veggie burger is that yeah. plates beet juice. Um, but yeah, I was so excited. Um, I I just, I was like, I'm seeing ghosts. My third eye's open. It was great. And it was, it, it was her ghost. Um, but I wanted to tell you too about the, the spirit guide, my spank spirit guide. Sarah called in new spirit guides for us uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, she wouldn't tell us what she saw. There were people who were asking her and she's like, mm, some of you guys definitely don't want me to tell the group what I saw. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with them yeah now <laughs> it's like, like what you, you got some tarantino what? shit going on yeah! what's going what's happening yeah, they're like, over there? Uh, like the manson family is your are your sp- i don't know what it means but um i emailed her when i got home and it was funny because it was the night of um of a major full moon and i can never sleep i go to bed at like 5 a.m when there's a full moon and it was funny because i emailed her and she was up and it was like it was almost 5 a.m she'd been up all night from the moon too and we're emailing back and forth and she told me um when she called in my guides, like 30 of my ancestors, she said, you have so many ancestors with you. They all showed up. They all wanted to be a guide. And I was like, no, oh, sorry, you guys, sorry. And then they parted. And she said, this little old woman full of white light walked up to her. And Sarah's like, she was so bright. I, don't, I It was rare to see someone so full of light. She walks up to her and she says to Sarah, I'm around sometimes, but now I'm going to stick with her. And Sarah's like, great, wonderful. And then this little tiny old woman full of white light holds up a corset for Sarah to see. And Sarah's like, it was really funny. I don't know why she was showing me a corset. And I was like, I know why. I have been um, taking my measurements lately because the bread eating and stuff. and, And I'm... Very close to having the smallest, and this is stupid. This is not. This is not Buddhism, and and I don't know. This I like a challenge. I like a challenge, especially a physical challenge. My waist is so close to being the smallest it can be. Like scientifically, yeah. Like what? like like measure wise, measure wise. So, um, if I just put a little effort in, I can have like my crazy Marilyn Monroe body and real fucking stupid what we're what i got i don't mean to laugh at you and i'm like i'm not laughing at you i'm just like it's like my stupid like i've never i wasn't expecting you to say like marilyn monroe but but the dimensions of this this took like a crazy turn we were talking about your new spirit guide i hate it when my hips get smaller as my waist gets smaller because i want my hips to be like so your spirit guide show is like what is she holds up this corset because she has she knows i'm measuring my waist all the time Oh, that? okay. It was it was the sorry. This crazy weird light shone through the apartment, and it was a red light that's on this little kid's bicycle as he's learning mm. with his training wheels to ride outside the, I'm sure the that's window. That's a good sign. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. So she holds that, up this. Corset. Sorry, that was just like there's like a, the dichotomy of it. Like this beautiful, like I've never seen a woman Full with this white much light, light and body light. issues. And here's a corset, sexy. Yeah. That's funny. Ugh. But whatever. Look, I came here with an agenda. You're allowed to do whatever you want. It's my body. Yeah. If I want to go hungry at bedtime, which I don't, <laughs> you guys don't worry. I'm eating my ass off. Last night I went home, I made nachos, and I put peanut butter on top of a banana chocolate ice cream and froze it and then i ate like way too much peanut butter and nachos and it was made of banana so it was pretty healthy but like i'm not i'm not a starve yourself kind of girl but like this is still something i want and i want it soon and she does too apparently she's totally gonna <laughs> put a maybe maybe i'm not how reading this. does she do it <laughs> if any knows that that course it means something better please let me know i would love it to be spiritual well i mean <laughs> everyone could sit around all day and like cast judgment upon specific things that we all have going on in our lives and if any of us were to be fully p- transparently put on trial in such a public court of opinion mm-hmm. we would be shamed i yeah. think for, for lots of uh of things i have a pair of pants upstairs that i don't think i've ever fit into I love Look, the color. You do have of which them. wear. Get into them. So, I mean, um, squeeze them on and just. No, I can't even squeeze <laughs> them on. Witchcraft. I can't. Oh wow! I'm in a position now where I like. I was telling my roommate yesterday that I, I I'm trying to like make some changes because the older I because I was always the guy who couldn't when I was younger I couldn't gain weight if I tried because oh, wow. my metabolism when mm-hmm. I was like a young that young kid nice. yeah and stuff so um but and I've really fallen out of my routines. Um, the last few months for various different reasons, but like, and also the rain doesn't help. Like when it's raining outside, I don't want to go outside. No, at all. me neither. So, but no, so I get it. So like everybody has their things. Yeah. And I and, don't yeah. care. I don't care. Anybody else do what you want. I, I, I already told you guys, apparently I'm prejudiced against attractive people. So like, yeah. I don't care. It, I don't look at people and think lose five pounds. Never, never. Yeah. That's but not, me, that's not our job. I put it all. Yeah. I look at me. You know? Yeah. And, I would and, just and like we the know, and, we, and even knowing something can be ridiculous removes a certain power of it over yes. us, but at the same time doesn't change us from still wanting it. Yeah, strangely. and this is part of my playground. This is by design. This is the stuff I'm into. Um, I've eaten fat burger and still trying to find a way to Put get on into your this sexy, corset. I'm going to eat a fat burger. With, maybe Carl's Jr. was onto something with her advertising campaign. Uh, maybe. Just, which I, is just weird black magic that they were doing uh, as far as I'm concerned. Sense. But uh, Okay, so... When it comes to uh, magical supplies, find, you know, go whatever was in your gut, you know, or literally, literally put something in your gut. Bodily fluids are Bod- huge. Bodily- I told Sarah sorry, last night, somebody said, yeah, Sarah said my ex peed on me. And I was like, oh my God, he did. I, I pee on things that I want. And everybody looked at me and she goes, no, she meant like he marked me as his. Not he physically peed on me. And everybody's looking at me in Sarah's face. She goes, you pee on stuff? And I was like, I pee on everything I want. Like, like, And I told her, I was like, I peed in the path of this guy's car. I peed on my land. I pee on my property when I want stray cats to stay out of it and raccoons. And what, what was her response? She looked really grossed out and I was disappointed in her. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, the woman who has seen the other side of death... Did not approve, <laughs> and I was disappointed. At least um, I'm using my urine for something. It's not wasteful. I mean, that is one way to look at it. You're putting mm-hmm. use to your refuse. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So she's not encouraging you to sell it on like the internet or anything like no, that. No, but you know what? Sarah doesn't do witchcraft, so she's not a witch. Not her wheelhouse. Yeah. There. So it's like, well, I mean, yeah. There's there was a woman who, when it comes to being marked, I I wonder if this woman was trying to mark me, like actually mark me. This was like years ago, and before I was starting to get into like witchcraft and magic mm-hmm. and stuff. We were. I'll never forget because she says, "You know what we should do," and I was like. Uh, what this is an interesting it's always an interesting (laughs) start to a conversation in a bedroom setting oh yeah and she says we should take my diva cup and i should pour my menstrual blood on your chest in the form of an upside down cross holy shit that's a lot of diva cup blood too and uh i said uh how about we don't do that uh because i was like what was she into i don't know and i don't know if she was kidding or i just in the moment at that time, and not things have changed, I didn't imagine myself having menstrual blood poured on my mm-hmm. body in the form of an upside down cross no, that's okay. that that excited that turned me on. Yeah. I was like There's somebody and, out there for and as, her. And as a man, I'm like, will there be a smell? Will the Oh like, yeah, it's yeah. It's like I'm like, this isn't gonna and if it, and but even worse. What if it does? Ooh. And then I'm like, now I can't have sex unless there's menstrual blood, like a sacrilegious menstrual blood symbol poured onto my body. Of course, that's just <laughs> me being exaggerated. But can you imagine though? But uh, I remember we still hung out after that. Okay. But uh, we just never did that move. Um, Whoa. Which was. I uh, can top that. I, I didn't. Let's save that one for next. Oh, Write and make a note. Make a note down. It's not magic. It was just a guy. And I asked him, we got back together and we'd been together for a while. I don't, before. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Like I'm if you're going to top that weird, okay. Cause he's still one of my very dear friends. Um, we just had sex and I was like, should we like mix it up? Is there something you want to try that we've never done? And, uh, we're just lying there. It's summer. There's an air conditioner, just nice post coital. And he goes, well, what if, uh, what if like I wore your clothes and you put makeup on me? And this was the first time, <laughs> this was the first time this, I'd ever encountered this. And I said, would I like wear your clothes? And he goes, if you wanted to. And I, I was really stunned because this was not going to get me off. And I'm thinking like, my clothes aren't going to fit you. <laughs> we did not do that. I broke up with him very shortly afterwards. Oh, I mean, like, I hope that guy, whoever he is, has leaned found into his, that and yeah found the woman who's into it found the woman who's into that because that's that's not the craziest thing i've ever no heard. but i mean i'm not well i'm into drag big time but, but <laughs> and usually, apparently dating gay men but usually when you ask someone like is there something we can do to mix up our sex we, life yeah, yeah that's for him and that's my stuff and i don't like to loan my clothes but then, then again i guess when it comes to by their very nature maybe this is such a typical man thing to say <laughs> sexual fantasies are very personal and like, or like what's the word I'm looking at? Not personal, but intimate. they're very uh, egotistical in the way of like, this is what I would like in yes. a sexual fantasy. So it's like, obviously usually it involves another person, but m- mostly they're stemming from a place of what would I, re- what would I really like? You yeah. know what I mean? So when it comes to a sexual fantasy, it's not that often maybe that unless someone's like an evolved person as a lover mm-hmm. that like, I can't get off unless like the only way I can get off is if someone else is getting off. Like that's great. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But when it comes to like typical person asked like in a moment of trust and openness, like what would you really want to like mix it up? Yeah. That's always going to probably be something a, a little more selfish, I guess, mm-hmm. in that way. Well, and I think that's probably why we're still friends is because we did have a close friendship. He's not one of my soulmates. I'm positive of that, though, because when I first met him, I was like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> 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 you are a ridiculous person. That's and so he's, ridiculous. He's not. He's a really great person. But I did not. He wanted me right away. And I was like, no, no. So the magic you uh, the magical supply, the only magical supplies someone really needs are anything that's you have access to something that's around you and if you really find the calling to get into dragon's blood and then you realize oh dragon's blood it's like a it's like a plant yeah actually it's not like some weird vial in a cult shop yeah. where you have to like hand like say a secret message backwards like it's yes no. and i'll tell you what like dragon's to a witch blood? to get it dragon's blood uh i trapped a subhuman in the wall with dragon's blood dragon's blood is the shit so yeah it's some good shit so go to a cult shop go to a witch shop go to a rock shop they're gonna have it there at the psychic eye bookshop and la's got a bunch of that stuff liberate emporium yeah uh and they also have liberate hollywood um there's also the house of intuition i don't know how many herbs and stuff they've got down there i think it's most i, I haven't been in there in a minute anyway th- you've got access the internet has it all of it internet. Anyway. etsy big time has witch etsy stuff. i mean you could even get it on Amazon if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would suggest going to a store because yeah. it's fucking fun. And you're gonna find something. Something's gonna call to you that you and need. You, and there. you'll see. You'll be surrounded. You people are always like, "How can I meet someone?" People are always oh. asking me. King of experts of relationships. Um, that's me being sarcastic. <laughs> but uh, how can London. I meet someone? Like, uh, well, go to a place where people like you or what you're into go yeah go to a place then, yeah. uh, like if you're passionate about art go to the getty that's why i used to always crypto. just hang out at milkshake shops <laughs> bringing it back to the <laughs> i dairy. hang out in the dairy section of the grocery store and wait <laughs> that is a creepy i guy. just hold two spoons he's probably wearing socks and sandals <laughs> <laughs> just a guy holding two spoons <laughs> two in, the dairy, spoon. in the ice cream section socks and sandals Anybody want to use this spoon? Moving like a cow. Moving like a cow. Mm, <laughs> Moving like a cow. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening to another episode of This Is Where the Magic Happens. Uh, <coughs> oh, thank you. To, excuse me. Thank you to the people who have left reviews. Rate five stars. Write a review on iTunes. That's very helpful for us. This is where the magic happens.com. Has everything you'll need. Where the magic happens on Instagram. Magic moment on Twitter. You can find all that stuff on this is where the magic happens. Yeah, all the links. Check out my if you've got nothing but time. I know people burn through podcasts so fast if they have like a nine to fiver, mm-hmm. they can listen to seven hours of podcasting at work this every is why day. I need a nine to fiver. Me and Paranormal You is my other podcast. Check so that fun. out. Rising on Instagram Guys, and Twitter. Guys, you leave us five star reviews, and I'm I love you. You're my people. You get on my altar. I'll give you some magic. I'll and, say some prayers for you. Lovable I got angels on Instagram. I got all the angels. <laughs> She's shit. got all the oh, hot She's got tip. all the angels and all the angelas. I'll give you guys a real hot tip. You call an Archangel Michael for anything because that dude shows up. He doesn't. He shows up for everybody. Uh, you need a parking spot in uh, Koreatown. Oh, for real. Ask for Archangel Michael yeah. to move somebody's He's fucking car for you. He's Say, the guy. Hey, hey Mike, uh, <laughs> I need a spot over here. Hey, Mikey on Wilshire. Um, okay, so. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the plugs, right? Phil's about Every right. Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Oh, there's t-shirts, right? Oh, yeah, we have t-shirts. Well, you could get like our sigil. You can get it on anything. Okay. We have well, it, it's available on anything. You can have a coffee mug. And that link, mug. it's linked from the website as well? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, cool. So merch. you can find the merch link there as well. Um, yeah. So rep it. And if you do buy uh, some a t-shirt or something, please, uh, you know, post it and tag us in it so we can. We oh, can thank you. I'd love that. You know. And seriously, write in questions because um, we might have answers. Who knows? We'll we might find have out. Answers. And there's exciting things to tell you about, but just not yet. We have so many exciting things. Lots of things about. in the works. And lots so. of weird things that aren't really all that magical, but maybe reveal things about my past relationships, your past relationships. Wait, wait, what are these things? That the things doing? we just told about, those people. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, wait, what's this what? project we're working on that I don't know about? Okay, thanks again, and we'll, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.